Hi, and welcome to another edition of Theories and Thoughts Podcast with your hostess Anya and Fancy. Tonight we will be discussing our 90-day journey. I hope you guys have been catching up. We'll be right back. It's one of those nights. It is. It's definitely one of those nights. (laughs) One of those nights, one of those days. I've just been like discombobulated. I've been tired lately, like really, really, really tired. Just exhausted. Just wanting to sleep a lot. And I'm not depressed. I'm just sleepy. Yesterday, I had to make myself stay up. And then then I went to sleep about 10. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you were traveling too, though. So, yeah, but before that, I was so sleepy. Um, like I've just been really, really, really sleepy. So, how was your weekend? How was your week been? Uh, my weekend has been the same as most of my weekends. But why? Um, I had this uh algebra test, and well, I had a quiz and a test that were due supposed to be Sunday evening and Monday night and the system was down so I didn't even get to practice um and I spent most of the weekend just like worrying um hi Miss Suzanne if whether or not we would be able to uh you know like if it was just me because my instructor never emailed me back so um that was a thing but it was like it was something else that I did and I'm trying to remember whatever it was um yesterday was Monday Girl, I don't know. Because it seemed like, oh, I watched P Valley um, while doing most of my work. And the old P Valleys. Huh? I said the old P Valleys because the new one didn't come out. I watched the um I watched the other episodes too. I mean, but yeah. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Okay, I thought you meant like as far as the season, because I'm like, no, I watched the full season, but I also start went into season two also. So um I was really impressed. Um I am very upset that they switched out the coach, like when nobody gonna notice it. Like <laughs> this new coach ain't got nothing on Taylor, whatever his last name is, Ian or whatever, because you know he was on Queens too. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, 
but that still isn't whatever it was I was going to say that I did or, or share. I honestly cannot remember. But how was your weekend, though? Um, as you said, I did travel. Um, so here's what happened. About three years ago, one of my girlfriends got married. Um, someone that I'm a acquaintance to, associate, a friend. I, she's a friend. I wouldn't just be like, oh, she's just an associate whatever. Um, and I met one of her friends <laughs> there. When I had my persona shoot, she supported it. And she had a birthday party earlier this year. And I may have, I remember telling you guys about it because I was saying I love the people that she had there because everybody there was just so dope. Like I'm used to going to parties and somebody there has a problem with me because, you know, I had on something that was form fitting and I know I'm thickalicious and women just seem to have issues. So didn't have none of that. Everybody was up dancing. Like we had such a good time. So one of her friends that was at her party invited me down to Houston for her birthday slash coming to move into Houston celebration. So that's what I did. Okay. So y'all like friends third removed third three times removed or something. I traveled to Houston with a friend of a friend. But now she's my friend. She's my friend. And her friend is my friend as well. So shout out to Siobhan. Shout out to Kaylee. And then I met her friend, Dina. So that was really dope. I cut off all my hair. That's cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted something different. I used to be blonde many years ago in my 20s. And um, it is like kind of a different kind of blonde in some cases. Um, I would just have my hair. It was just different color shades of blonde just for a, a good while. Um, my beautician was like, it's been a while since you wore blonde, so let's do blonde. I showed her some pictures of some hairstyles that I liked and um, let her be creative. You have to start letting creatives be creative. So I let the creative be creative. And this is what we got, um, a little pink up there and, you know, the blonde. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's short. If I want to wear a wig, it won't be all that. I don't have to twist nothing down too much. But I'm not going to wear a wig no time soon. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I um I was actually planning on getting mine. I was I was thinking either like a, a um gold or like a blonde, you know, or like a um a red. But I couldn't decide. But I was more so leaning toward the blonde. I didn't even think about that when you got it. But yeah, so just let you know, I want you to be like, you know, oh. But yeah, but I plan on getting my locks. Um, I, Then I kind of started wondering if I might would just get them highlighted instead. But initially, there's this kind of a, almost a bronze type of look or something that I have wanted. So I don't know. I say get it, girl. I'm not going to be like, oh, she got that. I'm going to be like, get it, girl. Looks good on you. Um, I've been, as I told you guys, I have this love affair with OWN and um, BET Plus. So I've been watching Carl Weber's The Family Business. I'm on the last episode right now. And I got, like, and now I'm going to be upset because now I got to wait, you know. So I I got to watch um, this week's Sisters and Bras, too. So that's what I did this weekend. Um, yesterday had a head. I had to get headshots. So uh, we. I'm gonna save it for when we talk about our 90 day journey. I'm gonna save it for our 90 day journey. But I did get headshots yesterday for a new adventure, a new situation that I'm gonna be doing. Um, and I just needed updated headshots. And what 
what better way to get updated headshots when you got a new haircut? <laughs> so that was that. Um, also over the weekend, um, I'm Christian and I always say that you know, sometimes people just be talking out of turn. So here recently, Kim Burrell got on the pulpit and started with her rhetoric, as she does. Now, I am for speaking the truth in love. I am so for speaking the truth in love. But sometimes you just up there being petty and being worldly and just doing un being unnecessary. And then you, and so what happened was she got on, I don't know where she was. It was at a church or something. And she went to telling the pastors that um, um, I'm waiting on my invitation to your church. I'm not as expensive as, as it seems. And, you know, people can pay this. It's, it's like, it's, it just was a lot of rhetoric and I was just over it. Um, but this is not the first time that she said it. So when she issued an apology, I was like, Apology is change behavior. Apology is change behavior. And to me, all you know, I'm a practicing Christian, but I don't get it right all the time. For me, whenever other people see that out in the world that may have wanted to become a Christian or something like that, or just people that want to just pounce on being a Christian. Oh, see, this this why I don't, this why I ain't no Christian. This why I don't want to deal with that because of silly stuff like this. So Look like you wanted to say something. Go ahead. No, I wasn't. I mean, I, I was going to share my thoughts once you finished, but I, didn't, I wasn't trying to interject or anything. Oh, okay. Um, so I just, I I wanted to talk about that because it's like in any faith, when somebody starts talking out the side of their neck, people are like, this is why I don't fool. That's why I don't do religion. That's why I don't do this. That's why I don't do that. And we have to really be mindful, especially a woman of her stature in gospel music because that can really turn people off especially people who are babes in christ it's like i don't even want to fool with that no more because you you stand up there and you judging me and you saying all these different things about people that's like me so i can understand that and um i will say because for one, I forgot it was two parts to the video. So I watched the second part, whereas that was kind of more so the part where she was, quote unquote, calling people musty or talking about people being musty in church. So for me, I was kind of thinking, you know what? Like, I think, well, I thought of it two ways for one. Um, I think that I kind of agree with what she said about like actually handling it in the church. Because I was like, you know what? Oftentimes there are really people who, who, well, how to put this? Like maybe no one ever talked to them about hygiene before, you know? And I'm not going to lie. Like the second way I looked at it, I was just thinking to myself, like, dang, if I was in church and then I was wondering if I was musty, but all of a sudden somebody, you know, with, just comes with this message about it. It would really make me like, I would strongly be thinking like, hey, it is me. I need to do something about this. So just from that standpoint, you know, that's why I was kind of like, I'm not going to say I agree with everything she said or anything. And that was just the main thing that I took away from it, really. And, you know, I've shared, I'm not, I don't consider myself to be a Christian. So, but I wasn't just like in this whole, oh, that's why, that's why I'm not a Christian sort of thing. 
but I see other stuff. But I guess if you, from what you've described, that does sound judgmental. Um, so I can see that as well. But I don't really like, I only know her by name. I don't really know her that well. It seems like I have heard her name mentioned with some other stuff before. So I do agree with you also saying that about an apology is changed behavior because if she keeps issuing these apologies, that's like that. What's that man, that, that gray man or whatever, John Gray, somebody, the one who keeps cheating. Yeah. Yeah, he just got out of hospital too. Oh. So yes. in the pulpit. Yes, she was in the pulpit. And even her background people, one of the girls, on, I only seen, so you seen part two, I seen part one. The girl at the end of the video, she was just like, come on now, like, seriously, let's stop. And she was like, I'm going to start saying, I'm going to say, if, okay, if you want to address Musty, you have another woman, if if you Musty in the church, you have another woman go and talk to that person about hygiene or uh, whatever. You don't do that over the pulpit. That's just how I feel. Well, mm-hmm. I can understand that too. And I didn't, I didn't really think about it from that standpoint, because again, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I guess, view the pulpit the same way. But now that you say that, I'm like, well, you know what? That makes sense. Like, I I totally get everything that you're saying. I'm just, I wasn't, I guess I just wasn't as offended by it or anything. You know, to me, it was just really for a minute, I almost wondered if it was even a real thing. You know, like, because the video that I saw looked like, uh, it was not necessarily grainy, but I don't know. Maybe shot on Android something, but it just wasn't all that clear. <laughs> the back of it was kind of, you know, but I'm just saying, like, Android stuff does show differently on an iPhone. It doesn't show the same way. So it doesn't have, like, it might have a lot of quality because I've seen some people with some nice Android devices. But, and when you're looking at their phone, it looks really nice. So I say all that to say, those were the things that I, I just kind of took away from it. But, yeah. And the pulpit is very sacred. The pulpit is sacred, you know, and if you are, again, if you are a leader in the church, you're supposed to handle yourself and handle things in a different matter, manner. You, you know, I'm not saying not be yourself, but come on now, you pet, you being petty on the pulpit. Like the pulpit is so sacred that sometimes some pastors don't let everybody preach out um, from their pulpit. They'll let you pu- preach from the side, but they're not going to let you preach on their pulpit like because it's sacred. I get it. So that was just too much. Um, So here goes. You're taking a vacation. Picturing it. You're taking a vacation and you bring your baby with you. And they have an option to have a webcam to watch your baby while you do excursions because you can't. Do an excursion with your baby. Are you going to do it? Hell no. <laughs> too many crazy people in this world. Like, y'all really going to leave y'all baby somewhere? That makes no sense. Like, in this day and age, like, that would be the last thing. You, yeah, ain't no way. I don't even know who thought, oh, this is a smart idea in this time to me. That's just. I definitely would not do it I mean if you think about it and you don't have any sense of the world then yeah it'd be like oh that is so good you know somebody gonna sit there or whatever the case may be in the video because I'm assuming they're still not gonna leave the child totally unattended it's gonna be no I'm saying so they're saying that it's not even gonna be a person in the room with them at all either way it's still a no I'm not leaving my in another country 
<laughs> or in another place. Like that makes no sense. Boy, it was so funny because somebody put in the comments, you want me to leave my black baby? <laughs> You want me to leave my black baby in a room by themselves? I was dying laughing. It's like, so you want me to leave my black baby? And the first thing I said, it's a no for me, George. Like, <laughs> I ain't going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm bringing a baby on vacation. Um, a trusted family member, but yeah, I know I don't have children, so I don't know. You know, some people say that they're really <laughs> like they're not leaving their children. I get it. I don't have children, so I'm speaking as a woman who don't have children. That if I go on vacation, I'm leaving my child with a trusted family member. Well, I was, I'm not that, I wasn't that, um, like, I know some people be like, oh, I don't leave my kids with no anybody. I'm not going to leave my kids with no anybody. Normally they were with like my mama or my aunt. Um, but my whole thing is I just like now knowing what I know, ain't no way. Maybe when I used to be really naive, I would be like, oh, okay, this sounds like a good idea, but no, I just couldn't do that. Nah. But I would, I would, um, I don't know. I never really, you know, I still hope to have one baby before I'm like 43 or something and so I don't know if I uh I don't really I really haven't taken too many real vacations so just you saying it makes me think because I think I would still take them though um I just don't trust really nobody nowadays with my kids just I mean you know even with them being grown it just well they're not grown grown but still I just be very hesitant now because we're just really starting to see more about who people are how they think things like this so but I see Miss Suzanne said no ma'am no, ma <laughs> Suzanne will be on the show next year um, next month oh okay She'll be on the show next month, next month, next month. So the last story we have before we get into our topic is why I have Eartha Kitt daughter on these people internet trying to explain to y'all that she ain't got to look like her mom. That she, no, she says she looked like her mom, but just because she's wider version that she is her real, my, her real daughter. Here's my problem. <laughs> First of all, why y'all got that much time on y'all hand? The child challenging this woman on being a birth child of Earth the kid. It don't matter in these days and age. You don't have to even birth the child in order to be their mother. She took care of her. Why y'all worry? Why does it matter? And if you know what gen how genetics work, that if Earth the kid was mixed race and her daughter is of mixed race, she could very well come out very pale because of the way that the genes work. Yeah. I was just like baffled. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. But um, I think I—I I mean, I'm not questioning it because I can see how she looks like Miss Kit, you know. But um, at the same time, I was wondering if it's just because we hadn't really saw as much about her in the past. But the thing is, like, because I remember, like, maybe it was last year when I realized that she had a daughter. And then I, um, you know, kind of did some research or whatever just to see, because I was like, well, I never had, I never knew that, even though I looked later on and realized too that her daughter used to be her manager, you know, as she got older. So, um, but yeah, I don't think she deserves to have to go through that, you know, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's not really safe to, 
I think just because I'm thinking of the uh, the ten the tender swin swindler and how he claimed to be related to them people. Now I will say yeah. in this day and age, you do you know, but I don't think she should have to be trying to make videos to defend herself and all that. No, I'm not. Did you know Cicely Tyson had a daughter? Um, actually, I think you were the one that mentioned it, and then and you said like she didn't really uh, you know, there's nothing on her nothing on her and it could at least they have public pictures of eartha kid and her daughter yeah cicely tyson daughter I, I could be i could come out here and say i was cicely tyson's daughter that's how much they have nothing on her <laughs> Her name nothing nothing anybody can come out but that's you know my thing is why does it matter she wasn't trying to get no money out of nobody she ain't trying to do nothing but child on these people internet harassing that woman get your lives get your life in order yeah on this i don't know where they get that from but on these beyonce um internet i don't know where they get that from speaking of beyonce real quick i did not like her song break my soul I still don't really care for it. I'm not gonna just put it on. But when I, if it's on and I'm somewhere, I'll jam to it a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of keep seeing somebody dancing to it, but I don't know who it, who it was in my mind. Just you know, but you know, I keep a playlist on. So when I found some new music, um, and I'm not, I still haven't just heard the song in full. I don't know. Yeah, because you like that hardcore. I'm a kid. No, I found some new stuff. I actually um I found I found Manny Well, I think that's how you say his name. Um he has like Tim's is on two of his songs. The album is actually from 2020, but it is so that's how you found it's Tim's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Maxwell though, but he's like you can tell he's like from the islands or something. But and I'm not one of those like really into reggae or anything, but it's just almost kind of one of those type of sounds. But he mm -hmm. sounds really good, very smooth, mm -hmm. like. We're going to have to put them on our playlist. Y'all remember, we do have a Theories and Thoughts playlist on Spotify. While you're there, check out any replays of the show that you have missed. Right now, we will come back right after this commercial to talk about our 90-day journeys. We'll be right back. You know, and I had a chance to just talk talk to her and tell her. And she was like, well, you do it all this and third. And I say, I have to. <laughs> Drop the mister. Just call me Rick. Hey, Rick. Okay. Hey, girl. <laughs> I don't mean that. No, see, you don't need to work on that. Maybe this right here. <laughs> you know you Because good. this show. Fan. What the... <laughs> Well, thank y'all for joining us for this episode of Theories and Thoughts Deep Dive. Hey, y'all. Hey, and we are back. As you can see, we do have um, Theories and Thoughts on Exposure TV Network. We will be transitioning to YouTube. It will be on Swag Hers um, Facebook. YouTube starting August. Yeah. 
starting August. So if you hadn't caught up to any on um, on the Exposure TV network, it will be on YouTube. So little background. No, Fancy, it was your idea. Why don't you tell us the background and the purpose of the 90-day journey? Okay, so actually, <laughs> and I don't even know if I shared with you like, well, okay, so the 90-day journey um, began on May 1st because I had been attending the um, Epic Woman Conference by April Franks, who's my coach, and she had just said like kind of in passing during one of her uh, segments that, you know, she was like, look at how far you all have come. And, you know, she was saying, because she was talking to the collective, which I'm a part of. And so she was just talking about, you know, the growth that she's seen with the, within us. But she was also asking, she asked, um, imagine how far we could be 90 days from th that time. And that just kind of really stuck with me because I knew that I had been doing a lot of things um, really up until that point. But I had also I feel like being kind of moving more uh, carelessly or something like I, it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't certain about a lot of things, you know, and I wasn't even having the time to think about those things. So um, with the combination of her saying that, and then also just the fact that as this was a three day conference. So um, throughout the conference, there was this night where it's basically, uh, I don't know if you all know Sex with Ashley from um, Madam Noor, but she was the speaker for that night. And I was just kind of telling her, you know how I really don't have much of an interest in sex anymore. It's just, you know, it's just, I guess, sex. I don't know. And um, one of my pie mates actually was telling me, like, because Ashley, I'm not going to say she couldn't answer my question. But she was like, you know, I should speak to a professional, which I've already done. And they are just like, I know that it's a part of, for me, in my journey, I think that my medication plays a part into all of this. But um, one of my pod mates was like, take six months to yourself and just, you know, no dating, no men and just, you know, like find yourself. And I thought that that, you know, again, I went to this conference like expecting to um you know, just be poured into. I was really open to a lot of the things that I heard. So that was two times that I've been told to take time to myself there at the conference. But my therapist had also told me to take about six months to a year is what she said to myself, no dating and, you know, see how I felt then and just see, um, just, she was like, I don't, what she told me was that I don't, know myself you know i'm always trying to please other people and i don't ever really take the time to try to think about what i like or what i might be in need of those sort of things so combined with all of that i was just like okay this is the end of the month and um you know the may 1st is coming up so let's do this well i I told Anya that I was going to do this 90 day journey. And I, I think I may have shared, you know, I'm planning to do the 90 days, whereas I, I really wanted to make $60,000 throughout the 90 days. I'm close. Well, I don't even know if I say I'm close because I'm waiting on somebody to come in. So when the money come in, then I know I'm going to be about like, I'll have 
at least I'll have more than half of that, but I won't have hit my 60,000 goal. So I am a little disappointed in that, but I was trying to do that within three months. And a part of the reason why I was doing that is because also in the midst of all of this stuff, um, my daughter, this was all happening at the beginning of May, you know, late April. And my daughter was also graduating um, at in May, like toward the end of the month. And for one, one of the reasons why I wanted to have this money is just, I just wanted to be, certain about you know i wanted to be more comfortable with her going off to school and there were just other things taking place so i just wanted to know also i fell in love since like with frisco so i wanted like to hit this goal so that i could then you know try to maintain that and also if i could maintain it then i knew that i could i have whenever i can maintain it i'm moving away from louisiana because that's my goal so these were all the reasons why um I decided, you know, I would take this 90-day journey, and I talked to Anya about it, and then Anya can tell you, you know, where she came in it, so. Okay, so Fancy was telling me about her 90-day journey, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do it with you. <laughs> I said I was going to do it with her because, it, for me, it was a concentration of thinking about love, business, work, health, all those different things. That's That was in the pod. I didn't have a targeted dollar amount, but I didn't know that I wanted to really amp up my business and really pour into that. Um, Health-wise, I wanted to start thinking about working towards eating healthier, being healthier, um, mentally, all of those different things, spiritually, all of that. I, it, it's a journey. It's, it's, and it's not going to end. Also, um, I vlog about it. Been vlogging about it as well. So that that helps. A lot of people think that I am this, I'm right here. I'm really not. I like time for myself a lot of times. I like to just be here by myself. And I am very shy, especially when it comes to just starting a conversation with somebody. Now, the beauty of it is a lot of people come and have a conversation with me because they want to know who I am. A lot of times when I step in a room, and this is not me being vain, this is what people have told me. Like, I needed to know who you were. I wanted to know who you were because I'm going to come in, I'm going to smile and different things. And if I'm with my friends, I have more confidence if I'm with my friends. But if I'm just by myself, oh, <laughs> I'm very standoffish. But I've worked through that. I've worked through it, you know, so that's why when I tell people I'm a confidence coach, it's like I always tell people you can be confident, more confident in one area than you are in another area. That doesn't mean that you're not confident. It just means just in a different area. But I've worked through that, you know, being confident. So I'm just not a conversation starter, especially if I'm by myself. That's just who I am organically. <laughs> so um, I started my 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 journey. I, I want to say it was maybe a day after you, uh, two days after you. But it, I was like, well, May 1st was mine too, whatever. And um, it's been a journey. So you said that you had a dollar amount. For me, it was really, really vet, um, amping up my business. What is something that changed? What What is something that has changed? Well... Okay, because I it was a mixture, just to be clear, because it was a mixture of things. I put that dollar amount there, but it was also just to be taking that time to myself 
and like I've said, and really trying to figure out, you know, what I like. I was supposed to be doing more, but what changed was, um, I mean, well, a lot has changed, but I think initially in the beginning, like the first change was it seemed like my business slowed down dramatically. Um, and in, and even in that, though, I later learned that, you know, that was a good thing um, because I had been talking to my accountant and we, you know, she was like, my overhead wasn't too high, but it was kind of high, you know, and I had been thinking it to myself, too. But then she and I talked about like inflation and stuff. And, you know, she was like, so you're actually doing good. But to me, I was like, no, I really want it to be lower than that. And with my business slowing, that really like. I've, I really had to sit and be uncomfortable. There were times I really didn't have things that I was used to having, you know, even though I'm not just a big material person, I, I have always, you know, I'm, I'm usually in a comfortable space. Even in my darkest moments, I always still kind of be comfortable some kind of way. I know it's God with it. But it was like um, in those instances, I kind of felt like, OK, I really began to wonder if God was even still there because it was just so hard you know and it just seems like everything that i was trying to do nothing was really sticking so um yeah that's kind of like that was maybe the, the first big change but what would you say was a change for you one of my biggest things was acknowledging that i would never have the relationship that i want with my mother and i actually was so authentic and did a blog about a vlog about it on my YouTube and just was I had never really talked about our relationship, just all the ups and downs, because a lot of times, you know, oh, your mama take care of you. She makes sure you got this in the third. Yes, my mother did. You know, she did make sure all these different things, but that did not neglect the stuff that she said to me that have torn me down. And I had we had an episode during this 90 day journey and I just had to be real with what life is for me. So I had to understand, I had to come to understanding that I would never have that mother-daughter relationship that I would like with my mom. I would, it would never happen. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to understand that it's beyond me. It is more of a mental thing. And it's her, you know. I had to just get the grasp of that. And that was so hurtful because you don't want to... You know, say, well, this will never happen. But God has given me loving people in my life. And that's something that I hold on to. And I tell people all the time, I have people that want to love me and desire to love me and want to be in my space. I cannot keep trying to get people who, who have shown me clearly that they don't want that relationship or they can't handle that relationship with me. So <laughs> I navigate was those that I that I love and they love me. It's so funny because this weekend I was talking to the young the girl that was in the car with me and I was telling her, girl, you know I had to bring up Tony Jones. I was like, listen, you gotta listen to these affirmations, okay? You gotta listen to this. And on one of them when I was just speaking, it made me think of what Tony says. She says, she says, I create the environment or something like that that I like, and I and I go towards that. And that's what we have to remember. Like, stop giving your energy to things that don't that don't want your energy, mm -hmm. and <laughs> create an environment <laughs> that brings you peace. Do that. So that's one of the biggest things. Um, another thing is I quit Home Depot. 
And my last day will be the last day of this month. And a lot of people was like, why? And I was like, that's what God gave me. And I feel like God gave me that day for that purpose. Like that door is shutting. That door is shutting at the end of this 90 days. My last day is July 31st with Home Depot. That is a Sunday. If I'll go, you know, if my grandmother make it through or whatever. Um... And that's, that's, and I'm okay with that. God showed me that. God showed, you know, that it's time to let that go. And I kept saying, I've been wanting to leave because <laughs> it's just a lot. But God was like, it's time. Like, it just was like, it's time. Go put your notice in. And I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> let me do it. So what's, what's something for you? Um, I would have to say just because you talked about relationships, well, your relationship with your mom. And to be honest, it's so funny now, like as we're talking, because I think perhaps, I don't know which started first, the business slowdown or the guy that I was seeing just ghosting me, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I had almost totally forgot about that, but it, and well now, and initially it was like, I, I tried explaining that I was like hurt, but I wasn't hurt at the same time. And then I started feeling bitter kind of, you know, and I was, that, I, when I sensed that I was really worried because I didn't want to be that bitter person. And that's kind of like what I guess you say kind of pushed me into um more tapping more into my spiritual practices than what i had been doing you know because i had already kind of been having this this fight seems like it would god anyway and then now i'm gonna have this bitter heart too to me that just that was not the making of a good combination and i know i've been there before and i didn't want to be that person again so um so now I'm looking at things and, and at one point this was something that was like of significance to me and I'm listening to books and stuff, you know, just trying to overcome things. And now it's just like, oh, that was only like a month ago that you actually cared. And now it's just like, you know what? But that's a good thing. And even just throughout that time when I started being bitter, then I actually kind of caught an attitude and I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm just cutting everybody off. Normally I don't block people number because i'm like you never know what somebody might be trying to reach back out and tell you or you know whatever the case may be like so i i'll normally still allow the cost to go through but i blocked him i blocked my narcissist i blocked my narcissist email because <laughs> he started trying to text me uh via uh you know like texting me with from an email address and i was like and i know you don't want shit you know like why are you even worrying with me and you know i had his name in my phone for the longest like because of what my therapist said why would he change and then well yeah why would he change what's the name and then during one brief conversation that i did almost have with him when i asked him um you know just like why are you even you know reaching out to me now and he was like or no, maybe I asked him, did he feel sorry? Because I was trying to see if he if he actually felt sorry about us having to go through this whole legal battle thing. And he was like, no, he cool. And I was like, oh, that's all I needed to know. Like, that gave me so much strength. Just <laughs> like, you know what? And I just politely, I told him, take care. And I just blocked him. And so I have not heard from him since then. And so, um, yeah, like, one thing I feel like, I, I always say people, I think close to me always be like, you know, oh, you feel like you always have to be in a relationship, but I'm normally the single friend. 
you know, and now that I don't even have that many friends, I'm not even that much, you know? So it's just like, I'm just that person that's by themselves most of the time. But I think I needed this time in a, I've had this time before, but I wasn't looking at it from the same perspective of just like really enjoying my own company. And I, and I feel like I do know how to enjoy my own company, but taking it a step further and just like really taking time to do things to spoil myself. And the crazy thing is, I'm like, you would have this damn revelation or whatever in the middle of just having such hard financial times. And it's like, okay, I can't even do that. But then the fact that I enrolled in school helped to fill up more of my time, you know? So that has really, like I've said before, been something that I've really had to put more of myself into. I'm used to being able to just like get things done and keep it moving. And this is something that I'm really having to apply myself to. So with that being said, that is also kind of canceling out that free time that I thought I was going to have, but also just giving me more vision and direction, you know, and I'm going to stop and I'll see, <laughs> see what, what you have. Cause I have some more stuff, but you know, like, you know, you know you if I said two things, well, I guess you just said two things. You said your relationship in school. Yeah. Um, if I can be transparent, um, you know, one of the reasons why we started this was to show that black women can still can get along. But there was a period during this time that I was wondering if we were still going to do this. podcast. <laughs> I was like, Lord, is this what you're doing? <laughs> like, did we have to go through this 90 day journey? But here we are, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, if I can be transparent on that, you know, because I was I was praying hard. I was like, OK. Are you trying to tell, tell me that this is that this has to end during this time, you know? And it made me emotional, but I just was like, you know, you had to clear out all the noise and just really just be like, okay, business, okay, what we doing? <laughs> and I think I even asked you, I was like, look, is this something that you want to still do? And you was like, yeah, I still want to do it in this, that, and the third. And it was just a bump in the road. And again, that's why we started to show that we, we, you know, this isn't easy. It's not easy. It's not easy having a partner. No relationship is easy. So that was one thing, not giving up, not walking away, just working through it and, <laughs> you know, doing, dealing with the tides. Um, another thing was um, businesses. So Suzanne's so in the comments. Suzanne's radio show started this year, started doing this 90 day process. So I have started media producing, which is exciting. Business is picking up. So when I decided that um, Suzanne's radio show started before um, I put in my notice, my seven week notice to Home Depot. But after I gave my, my notice to Home Depot, um, I've gained two more clients. And I will be teaching. I will be teaching entrepreneurship. Um, at we've had Ro on the show. We've had her on the talk show. She's done something on Swagger for Black Business Month as well. So you guys may have seen her um, for Dallas Dallas Business Lounge. Business Lounge Dallas. I always get it um, mixed up. Yeah, so I, I will be teaching the entrepreneurship class. Um, the the third. Third Monday of every month. So that's why I had to get the headshots because I didn't like any of my professional headshots. So I had to hurry up and get that. And I have to do a description and all of that stuff and get the curriculum. So business 
in general is picking up and you know whereas like you said the time that I thought I was gonna have that downtime because I don't have home to put them on no it, it will be filled with being creative and that's what I want and I've even um, gotten a six-year plan to leave Bank of America during this time so that's all business like and I'm like really really excited so yeah, that's great. Um, and also, you you didn't mention it, but you also got your. Um, were you planning to mention it? Your role. You mentioned the role before. Oh, that's been kind of going along in line with all of that. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. acting business. <laughs> yeah. I did get a um an acting role in Love and Drugs Three. I hit up the marks. I was like, "Did you get just give me that role?" He said, "No." I said, because you knew I was going to be in my films. He said, I, ain't, I don't care if you look that personal. I can't stand him. But he's been on the show. And Corey's been on the show as well. Matter of fact, we we interviewed DeMarcus. Didn't we interview him when Love and Drugs 2 came out? Um, I know we definitely discussed 2, but I don't remember. And Corey is like the, one of the main characters. And you guys know Corey. Corey does our audio and visual, but he's a dynamic actor. And um, Fancy's gonna cover the um, the premiere and everything. Okay. <laughs> you sitting here like, Ooh, I'm gonna do what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering what you was about to say next, because really, I thought you was about to say something else, but okay. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, that is uh, just like just kind of thinking about what what you were even saying about the covering because for me when i'm looking ahead like for these next few months i know that i intend to do some traveling but i wish the price of traveling would go down first like because that's what's about to get me i'm like okay i'm finally saying i'm gonna do this and then i also have to be in, keep in mind that i will have a full schedule in the fall and um i'm not used to the idea of that like a lot of this is just kind of like um has been teaching me how comfortable I had gotten to be, you know, and even I said it because like for the month of May, I was really just making certain that I could hit my payroll for my people because I have a team that I have to pay, you know, and then like in June, I was just so exhausted and it was just like, and I had really feel like I had just been running these past few months though, in actuality, but by June, it was just like the exhaustion was so bad. But at the same time, um, what was I about to say? Look, I had this set up in my mind a certain way, and it just totally slipped me. I apologize. But what I'm trying to even say then, oh, because in June, then my um my managing editor ended up leaving, you know, and I was like, okay, God, now I got back into school. But at the th the thing was, I had really kind of been getting to that point where it's I would do some work, you know, but the fact that I pay people like, hey, I test that shit out and I went on about my day. And usually that just consisted of me just going to sleep because I was really dealing with depression throughout that time. Like I had really started spiraling like in late May after learning about my cousin passing. And I don't think people really understood. Like I know there is no no perfect time for someone to pass, but for someone to pass when you're already kind of dealing with a lot and then that really be your first close experience with death, it was just a lot for me to handle. And even a part of me just, just cause I'm one of those type of people that's always like, um, how would I feel if I was in that situation? You know? And I don't know, maybe this is the part of me that's bipolar, but in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, 
if I if I was the person that had passed, but I want people to just go on and carry on with their lives like normal, you know. I didn't really feel like that was something that we were supposed to be doing totally. Now, I'm not saying we were supposed to take a whole month and grieve or anything, but it was just I really had some conflicted feelings about things. And so all of that stuff combined was just like a lot for me throughout that time. But um, on the flip side, that is with that happening and, and with the depression and everything. But I had to pull myself out of that and actually start to work my business myself again you know, um, do those day-to-day tasks that I had not really been doing anymore because I was doing other stuff or not doing much of anything at all, but I just made certain I paid people. But it was like, um, just kind of seeing how, oh, well, so-and-so ain't been doing this. And, you know, you've been paying these people and you ain't even really been looking to see, are they completing the shit that you're paying them for? You know, like, so it was like those sort of things. Looking back again, as I said before, like looking at my overhead expenses, um, really taking a look at my clients and trying to like for some of them, I knew I wanted them gone, you know, and with some of them, they ended up leaving. But at the same time, you know, when you're in that situation of you're actually needing the money, that's, you know, you're, you're willing to put up with some things. So I was glad that things got to be so bad that they were, you know, it was a point of being like, you know what? I don't care if I do have to miss out on this money. Y'all can go, you know, because I just don't want to be bothered with this anymore. So those were some other things that transpired um, throughout that time. But did you have anything similar to that? Or did you have another one that you want to share? Um, I was going to say, I, so I was dating this guy starting March, beginning of March. Um, that ended during this time. And then we tried again and it ended. <laughs> and um, understanding that it was fine. It was okay. You know, um, we we stopped dating on good terms. Like he wants something different than what I wanted, as in marriage. We wanted to date each other, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I want marriage at the end of the day, and he didn't. And so it was time to, you know, why even try to go into a relationship when this ain't gonna work? Because yeah. we at the end result, we don't want the same thing. So that was something that happened um, during this course, and I'm okay with it. You know, I've you know I've learned to be okay in relationship. Um, maybe because I, I mean I liked him. One of my girlfriends was like, I like him. He was so you was always just so happy with him and different things. And I was like, yeah, he dated me how I wanted to be dated, and he did those things. But then I had to understand what I really want. And if you're telling me you have to listen to people, if they're telling you straight up what it is and what it ain't. You got to go with that. Yeah. What it is. You know, so that's something that happened on this 90 day journey. And I'm okay with that. You know, um, I'm excited. You know, I, I started, um, I said, I'm going to vlog. I, I'm enjoying vlogging. I said, I'm going to vlog my weight loss journey, the stuff that I'm going to do. And I started doing little stuff and then I get busy. So I, I really have to organize that. But I'm pleased with what I'm doing. Like, I'm pleased with my water intake and different things like that. I'm pleased with it. So it has gotten better. It may not be where everybody, oh, it's not 100%. I'm just not totally. But that's good. You know, as long as you're happy with it. And and you know, you know what I mean? Like, because we know our, for ourselves as opposed to like, so it may not look perfect or you may not have time to take pictures and all that stuff of it all the time, but you know what you're getting done. And that's the most important thing. 
So yeah, and being consistent with vlogging. <laughs> I'm trying to get back there. That's the that's the that's the thing. I caught your vlog the other day. So um, that's what we've done on our 90 day journey. I think I'm gonna um do another 90 day journey and maybe actually set out goals that time, this time set out goals for my 90 days and see them come to terms. This time I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do better in life, in business and different things. I even met with Suzanne. Suzanne's my own business coach. I'm her media produ producer and she's my, my own business coach. We met, talked about some things. So. Oh, well, I would have to say, um, I mean, I, I did set my goals. Now, I may have not, I may not hit all of them by the end of the month, but I do um, plan to continue on because I'm even kind of considering just continuing on with the whole, like, really, as far as the men and dating in my mind, while everything else was set in 90 days, that was really kind of set in six months. And mm -hmm. I think that um, just as I'm taking this time, it's like what I'm really seeing is that. And I kind of expressed this before about my past relationship that I wasn't really happy. Um, in a lot of ways, I may have been settling, you know. And so now just like really taking the time to be honest with myself about what it is that I do want, you know, because oftentimes be like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm vain or I don't. And I'm like, no, I want a man that when we do our maternity shoe pictures, your ass can take your shirt off. OK, and you're going to look nice. And, you know, like you're going to have to be just as in shape as I'm trying to be. So um, those are just kind of some things that, and I'm not just the most fit person, but I have been working on it. I also um, got back to my walking. And so as I can understand, I've been doing those two miles. So I've just been doing a lot of just more healthier practices. And also um, I have been doing a lot of journaling. I haven't been, I stopped blogging because I feel like I was being just too angry at the time. But um, so I started back up. But as far as the journaling, that has really helped me a lot. Just really. And I can look back and see, man, look at how mad you were that day. You know, now look how you are today and just things along the lines of that and writing my affirmations, working on my morning routine, you know, things like that have been very important to me. So, yeah. So I've enjoyed this time. I needed it. Yay. Yeah. I always watch yours. Um, I have some people who have watched mine. Because I get little comments. And I'm like, oh, you watched it. Oh, that's <laughs> I didn't mean for that last one to be so long. But it was like I hadn't I hadn't done it in a month, though. And I was like, dang, it's a lot I got. <laughs> As the time was going, I was just like, oh, my gosh. I did a whole vlog going and talking about going by. Um, Yesterday, I, no, yesterday I was looking for something. Because Amazon did not deliver my packages that I needed. That That's what that's why I didn't go looking for the yellow yesterday. So I have a funeral tomorrow and the, the colors are yellow and black, but I didn't go looking for that stuff yesterday because I was looking for stuff for my photo shoot because Amazon didn't deliver my packages on Sunday. The, the, whoever delivers our Amazon on Sunday sucks because they never send, give it to me on time. So I'm going to see, I mean, it's a really cute skirt, so I might still keep it. I mean, it may not be for this shoot, maybe be for another one, maybe for something, you know. I had got some pants and, and a skirt. So I went doing that, and I actually did a whole vlog um, driving and getting to, the, to Target. But in the midst of being in Target, it cut off, and I'm still talking. Oh, and wow. so I was mad, so I just deleted it. 
throw away. I was like, I ain't gonna use none of it. I could have just used some of it. I feel okay. your pain. Excuse me. I feel your pain on that one because I would have been upset. Whatever. So that's our 90 day journey. Did you have anything else? Uh, no, just uh, Miss Suzanne said, Y'all rock so vulnerable and authentic, beautiful. Thank you, Miss Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. Suzanne's gonna come on and talk about her radio show, I Am Wife, next month. Um, next month is August. We have some of your pie meats, yeah, coming on. I, I want to say Suzanne is our first guest next month, but next week we will be doing our wine day. You had anything else you wanted to say? Y'all bring y'all wine, please. I'm trying to make certain I bring mine. <laughs> I'm gonna bring mine too. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So you can find me. Oh, I, I want my Lady CL shirt. Nikki had bought this, made this for me one day. Lady CL. I just threw it on today. Um, www.ladycl.com. Um what is oh Instagram lady dot CEO on all platforms platforms lady CEO my email is a r n y a at ladyco.com if you'd like to be a guest or have any suggestions. Huh. All right. <laughs> you yawning, I'm starting you on it's theories and thoughts at ladyco.com. Fancy. All right. And yeah, I apologize about yawning, but I honestly, when you were talking about being tired earlier, like I have not been sleeping um, and I've been talking to a professional about that, but I don't know what's going on. So um, you all can find everything Swagger Magazine related at swagger.net. My um, Instagram is Swagger Magazine and we are on TikTok now at Swagger Magazine. And I'm trying to see how that works because it's kind of new to me. Um, and of course, you all can always find me at Fancy Swagger. I'm most active on my Instagram. So that's why I suggest that one. Um, and then, of course, my link tree is Fancy's Thoughts. And I think that is it. Oh, don't forget to also check out our um, bulletin blog. I am still always trying to get you all to subscribe there. And it is entitled thehiresouth.bulletin.com. Um, so, yeah, I think that's everything. That's it. Next week is Wind Down. Bring your wine. We're going to be winding down the topics of this month. And um, thanks for just in the media. All right. We're going to see you all later. Bye.